Hello, and welcome back to the That's What She Read podcast with me, Nikki T, your Bible study buddy, real chill and faithful on this beautiful day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and get right into it. I am so excited today because, baby, listen, let me tell you something. You want to talk about energy. Let me tell you about the guest I have joining me today before I introduce her. I'm going to give just a little quick backstory. So I have had it in my mind that I want to have a conference at some point. I won't go into detail. Just know I had this idea for a conference. And I had done a little brainstorming about what it would look like, all the little details and things like that. And so one day I was sitting there thinking about this conference and I thought, you know what? I don't know the first thing about how to put on a conference. So in that moment, I just prayed for the Lord to connect me with someone who knew how to put on a conference so that I could be in a position where I could learn. The very next day, a close friend of mine called and said, hey, do you want to volunteer at this conference? And I was like, wow, first of all, that was fast, Lord. And thank you. <laughs> and, of course, <laughs> and of course, my answer was yes. And that's a testimony for another day. But fast forward, I told my sister about it. And she and I both went and volunteered to work this conference. And we were both placed in the registration room, which is where we met. My guest today, Joy. Yes. And what a joy it was to yes. meet her. Such a fitting name, because let me tell you, this lady floated into the room, okay, and just lit it up. And Joy, you wore the most beautiful, colorful fashions every day of the conference. My sister and I clicked with Joy immediately. It was it was like just just a pleasure to connect with such a vibrant soul. So yes. as we welcome Miss Joy McLaughlin Harris to the show right now, I will zip my lips and give you the floor to let the people know who you are and what you do. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I am super honored. I always count it a blessing when I am able to be a part of a vision that God has given to anyone. But I am excited. I'm excited. Um, and just to share a little bit about me, uh, for those of you that are listening, I am a shift coach. I actually just shifted my name to um, shift doctor. So I am the doctor that helps you to shift your mindset, your life, your finances, to take you to another level, move from good to great from overwhelm to overflow and just be that all yes. God has purposed you to be. Um, my business is called Touch of Joy International. We do business as Touch of Joy Coaching and Consulting. And what I do there with an amazing team of shift coaches is we help faith-based entrepreneurs and church leaders expand, rebrand, and make money in their sleep. So that's a little bit about me. I'm a mother. I am a wife. Um... I am also a real estate agent as well, because one of the ways we help people create passive income is through real estate. So that's enough about me. That's enough. Let me tell you something. Okay. I'd be about to shout every time Joy just speaks. In her intro, I'm ready to shout. Okay. Let's shift. Yes. And so, oh, my God. Right there in that registration room of the conference when we met and on the third day, mind you. Yeah. Joy came back by that registration room and we were just all chatting and kicking and having a good old time. And somehow we came up with this topic for today's episode right there on the spot because yes. Joy was so gracious. I gave you my card um, about, with the podcast business card and you immediately said, oh, I'm coming on the podcast. Yes, yes. So gracious. Yeah. And just us just having that conversation 
somehow we came up with what we're about to talk about. The topic is what's in your hand. What's in your hand? Woo! That's so good. I already, I already got chills. I already got chills. <laughs> so, I'm excited. I am so excited. I'm glad. So just to, um, a quick little overview. Some of us are familiar with that scripture in Exodus where God has given Moses this assignment to lead the people of Israel out of slavery in Egypt. Moses does not want to do it. He is begging God to get somebody else to do it. Yes. <laughs> he feels like he's not equipped. And I know that sounds familiar. That's resonating with somebody. He feels like he is not equipped to lead people. He feels unqualified. He's giving God all these excuses. So Moses asked God, what if the people won't listen to him or believe him? Like, who is he to be trying to lead anybody anywhere? Um. And in Exodus 4, 2, God asked Moses, what is that in your hand? And Moses was holding a shepherd's staff. And essentially, God commissioned Moses to use what was already in his hand to achieve his goal. He had to use what he had. So, so good. Joy. So good. <laughs> so you're an entrepreneur. Yes. You're on, you're on assignment for the kingdom as well. Yes. Yes. You're setting goals you're crushing goals um i cannot wait to hear you talk about how you have used what was already in your hand to do what you have been called to do and how how would you say that this verse applies to your life man let me tell you so first of all let's take it back to covid when i was like just reading in exodus and reading about moses and god just kept taking me back like i need you to go back there's something that i am trying to show you so as i continue to read 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 I was like, I, I just heard in my spirit, what's in your hand? So I'm so as I as I hear this and I go back and look at the text, I like, okay, God, I see what you're saying. I see what you're speaking. So at this time, I had a book called Making the Shift. Well, I have a book called Making the Shift from Self-Employed to Business Ownership. And with that book, of course, at this point, I'm not speaking because I was doing speaking engagements all over the world. But of course, COVID pushed me to a pause. I tell people all the time, COVID pushed me to a pause and, and I can kind of look at COVID a little bit as my wilderness experience. And we already know that God does some of the best work in the wilderness. Let's just say that right yes. there. So as mm. God began to show me myself in the text of Moses, he began to show me what I had in my hand and what I had at that time was a book. What I had at that time was my voice. So I went live for an entire year on social media every Monday for Monday Motivation. And just let me say this, I was not a social media person. I was not the person that went live on camera. I was, look, social media is not my superpower, but God told me to use what I had. So I showed up with what I had, but it gets better. The book that I had, I turned it into an online course. From an online course, I thought that's where the, the uh, world opened up of digital products and passive income, right at home, making money in my sleep from this book I already had in my hand. And let me just tell you what doing um, showing up live did. It opened up doors virtually for me to speak all over the globe, which is a, one of the ways that I have actually built my audience. It really started during COVID and just being consistent and using what God has already blessed me. 
Now, I'm going to let you jump in because if I keep talking, I'm going to get real excited. But I'm going to just say this. That one book called Making the Shift from Self-Employed to Business Ownership became seven income streams for me. Do you hear me? It became seven income streams for me. I have a friend named Damian Burns, and he always says, when you find your river, you find your stream. That book became my river. And from that is how I created seven income sources. And I think so many people out there listening today, you don't even understand the power of what you have in your hand and how that one thing can create many things and shift your finances, your life, and your revenue. So that's a little backdrop of the Moses story and how at that time I used what's in my hand. It's evolved a lot from there, but I wanted to share that little bit first. Listen, you can share, 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 share. <laughs> when we were when we were talking in that conversation, like I said, I was ready to shout. I had to jump up and run off. But I, I read what you're saying resonates with me. I know it resonates with the listeners. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even with even with this podcast, I felt like oh, I wanted to have equipment and mics and all this stuff that I couldn't afford at the time. Um, but I just couldn't sit around and wait for that. When you're on assignment, you can't just sit around and wait for things to be perfect or laid out. Yeah. Um, I had to press record on what I had, my phone. That's <laughs> and so powerful. That's the it. Re- yeah, the rest will come and my audience will be able to witness the progress and you'll be able to see the increase in quality will be noticeable, you know, and it could inspire somebody else um, to just go ahead and get started. Sometimes done is better than perfect, you know. That is so, so. good. You got to just get started. I always tell people when I talk about, uh, you know, everybody likes to use the part of the scripture when Peter stepped out of the, uh, when Peter walked on water. But let's first of all, let's talk about the step. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the step that Peter took. And when he took that step, the miracles came. And okay, just, let me tell you, I just told my audience yesterday exactly what you're saying. I told them in this season, this season is voice activated. This mm-hmm. season is voice activated and you got to use your voice because your voice is your superpower. So what you just said, I told them, God has called some of y'all to start podcasts, but you worried about the equipment and all that. No, use your cell phone, use whatever you need to use because that is what's going to help you get to the next level. And like you just said, it will be able to show people as you elevate and evolve your level up. We got to stop trying, like you say, done is better than perfect. We just got to do it. I'm telling you, God is blessing people in this season unorthodox. It's like, I, I came to speak to the Moseses, what's in your hand. I came to speak to the Peters to step out the boat. I came to speak to the women with the issue of blood that, that look, when she became unashamed, she became unstoppable. It's like whatever in this season you need, you got to become desperate for God so that you can mm-hmm. be able to execute what he has placed on the inside of you. It's no excuses in this season. None, none. God has given us everything that we need to be great. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, everything. I, I saw a creator, speaking of Peter, a creator um, kind of just blew my mind with this. Um, he talked about Peter stepping out of the boat and how when he started to sink um, and God said, or Jesus said, um, a you of little faith. And the way that we look at that word little, like Peter, like he, the creator was like, Peter actually walked on the water for a minute yeah so so if his faith was little and he was able to walk on the water then what's my faith and so he said maybe we're not looking at that word little properly so he said the lord the lord led him to look at the definition of the word little 
and it also meant short in duration. Ooh. So, what if Jesus was not saying your faith is too small to do what I'm calling you to do, but more so it didn't last very long? Oh, like, you know, oh, that's so good. That's so okay. good. Let me tell you, it, and it also reminds me, it takes me back to Moses, what we're talking about, even with, you know, one of the things with Moses, he felt like, you know, he old. Let's just talk about that for a minute, right? Let's just talk mm-hmm. about the 40-year-old Moses and the 80-year-old Moses. Let's, let's, just, let's just pause right there because- Take us on there. Right there, we're going to put a pin right there because I believe that so many people think like, oh, I'm too old or, you know, so much has happened in my life. No, the time is now with the exclamation mark for you to be mm-hmm. used by God. And the Bible says that his strength is made perfect in weakness. And with Moses, weakness was the platform for God's strength. He yes. knew look, with, with that, with him being 80 years old, 80 years old and still operating in purpose. But I think the beautiful thing is God wanted to use the 80-year-old Moses because the 40-year-old version of him wouldn't have worked for what God was calling. And he knew that he had to trust the strength of God in his old age. So I know that somebody's listening today and they feel like they're not qualified. They feel like they're not good enough. First of all, Moses had a stutter. Okay, let's talk about that right there. So people don't want to show up and use their voice because they feel like, oh, they're going to talk about the way that I talk or I don't use the right English. First of all, Moses had a whole stutter out here in these streets. So because of that, that just goes to show you that you are qualified, that you are chosen, that you are equipped, that you are enough, that you are worthy of everything that God has called you to. And then Moses had a stutter and a stick at the time till he understood the power of what he had in his hand. Come on. Look, you you, you better jump in because I'll get excited now, but I want you to get excited. Let me tell you, I had to just highlight that because I think so often times, and then like I said, going back to that wilderness experience where where Moses had to it's almost like he had to come off the scenes for a little bit. And you know, I believe COVID took us off the scenes a little bit. And that's Mm -hmm. and like I said, that's where I became another version of myself. in the place of being uncomfortable is where I became another version of me. And I believe that people that are listening today, you have not even met the next version of yourself. And for where God is calling you and where God is taking you, it is going to require a different version of you, a different version of you. So in my wilderness experience that I caught COVID at the time, that is where I became the next version that I needed to be. So could it be that that season of being uncomfortable is where God is stretching you? Could it be that the delay was for the development? Could it be that God was just trying to get you to a place where you surrender to be all that he has called and purposed you to be? Could it be? Could it Ooh, be? Look at me trying to, trying to keep myself from yelling could out so be. I can use that sound bite. Could it be? Could it be? So I always, I always go back there and I think about like how I became this new version of myself. But then let's just be honest, when Moses got to that place of 80 years old, old age, he did not think he was worthy or qualified to carry out the assignment. And if I would just be honest for a little bit, even after getting the platforms and, and standing on all these platforms, there was a time that I took joy to the world, but didn't have joy in my world. Ooh, talk about it. But yeah, there was a time where I showed up and I had joy and I took it to the world, but I didn't have it in my world. And it was because there was something on the inside of me that was not filled with the inner joy, the joy of the Lord. And I was basing my happiness off of what was happening. 
So I had mm. to get to a place where I surrendered to God for God to validate me and not people to validate me and understand that it wasn't about platforms, but it was his purpose over platforms. And that took me becoming a deeper version of myself. And I always reference the scripture where the fishermen caught fish all night long. I mean, they didn't catch any fish all night long, but mm -hmm. when they went back, they cast their nets in deeper and in deeper water is where they got big fish. And that was Ooh. another text that God took me to during COVID. And he was like, daughter, I need you to go deeper because in the deep, there's something bigger waiting for you. In the deep, I have a greater blessing waiting for you. And to the point that when they put the fish in the boat, the boat began to break and they had to call help. So in the season of big fish, in the season of deep, what God showed me is I am going to bless you so much that you are going to have overflow. You're gonna have more than enough. So even after all that time of going live, getting all those invitations, all the success, I still had to pull away to become another version of me after that, which took me into the place of deep and overflow. Whew. Yes. So, so I'm telling you, even when God continues to work on you at every level of evolution, you have to become a different version of yourself. So what I learned is every time God is elevating me, there's another version of me that he is requiring. And in mm -hmm. that, that is where God took me into the place where I'm at today. And this place that I'm at today is a whole nother level. So I mean, it's, it's sometimes I can't even explain it because it's like eyes have not seen nor ears have heard. Like yes. what God is doing in my life. Um, and this th this season I'm in right now is so new. It's so unfamiliar. It's so unorthodox. But it's a place where I just trust God totally. It's a place where it's almost like I had, I, I, I feel like the 80-year-old version of Moses because I had to make sure, okay, God, you want me? You want me, the girl that came mm -hmm. from poverty, the bleeding bank account, being homeless, foreclosure. You want me to be the voice to take joy to the world. You, you want me, God? So then I had to go into another season of confidence, not just confidence in myself, but confidence in who God called me to be. And that girl, I don't even really, I, I don't even recognize her. So let me ask her, Ooh. how shift doctor do you make these shifts from one version of yourself to the next version to the next version? So if, so one of the things, if you listen, it's just that surrender. I take that time to rest in God and rest is a posture. And I think so many times, and let me just say it, what my my um my other book that I wrote during COVID, Embracing the Shift, what that particular book, it was, I was still being loyal to the yesterday's version of myself. So I have Ooh. to constantly die to the old version of me. But I find that in resting in God and that rest is posture because coming from the girl that was grinding and hustling, I had to get to a place where it was grace over grind. And I have to get to a place where I trust God when I'm not doing uh showing up on social media, I still trusted God to be a provider. So that is one of the ways, just really getting in the presence of God, taking those vacations. For me, I like to get by the water. Um, so I pull away from everything and everybody, turn my cell phone off, and I just really just get in the presence of God um, so that I can hear his voice. So that's one of the main ways that I become this different version of myself by just pulling away, resting in God, um, trusting God in the season of elevation and just really just getting everything and everybody out of my head so I can clearly hear what God is speaking to me for the next season of where he's taking me. Um, we need those Grace Over Grind t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that part right there. I'm telling you. And that was one of my number one chapters in Embracing the Shift book was the Grace Over Grind because 
there are so many people, especially in the body of Christ, that we have this hustle and grind mentality. And I'm like, that's not how God called us to do it. We got to no, trust. Not the toil. Yeah, we got to trust God. Grace is also a posture and positioning. Um, and when I started just studying even the word grace and understanding what that word meant, that's also a posture and positioning. Like we got to be graced in trusting God to do what he says he's going to do. Um, so I think that that's one important thing. And then the other thing for me is um, I believe in mentorship and coaching. So I get in rooms where I'm not the smartest person. I get mm -hmm. in rooms that allow me to grow personally, to develop personally, um, but also that can help me be able to, that can tell me the truth about me so that it can help me be able to get to another level. I met you in one of those rooms, you know? Right. So mm -hmm. I think that's another important thing. Like I'm a forever student. Um, I'm always reading and I'm always in um, environments that stretch me to be better. So that's a, that's another thing that I do. Um, and I, I would say those are like the top two things, you know, just pulling away, surrendering, getting in God, resting in God, and then just really getting in rooms where I'm not the smartest person and continuing to feed my mind, body, and spirit on a daily basis so that I can grow in God. So then that might kind of answer the next question that I have for you, um, but you can elaborate if, if you've got anything to add. Um, I was going to ask, can you offer any advice, practical advice to help people apply this scripture to modern lives? Like many, like we've been talking about, many of us are out here, we got goals, dreams, aspirations, but we just feel like we don't have the resources. Well, I would definitely say first things first is your voice is your superpower. It costs you nothing to use your voice. And just to be able to show up, there's a word on the inside of every one of us. There's a story that we have on the inside of us. Um, and sometimes all you need to do is just press that live button on social media and tell the world who you are. You know, reintroduce yourself to the world, right? And yeah, you might be shaking. Yeah, it might be scary, but just do it scared. You know, just trust God in the now faith. Um, that's one thing I would say. The second thing is for my entrepreneurs that's listening out there, or even if you may not be an entrepreneur, just look, um, write down everything that you have currently. Like I, I meet so many people that have a book, but I have to find out years later they have a book because they never put it. You got a book, but you posted on social media when you first launched it and then nobody knows about it anymore. Like start looking at your book as a business. Make sure it's a part of your, your weekly execution strategy. Make sure when you are introducing yourself, you introduce yourself as an author, you know? So I would say to really look at what God has already given to you um, and look at how you can monetize that. And monetize simply means how can you make money with what God has given you? I'll give this plug. Every client that we work with, uh, when they come to us, we basically do what we're talking about right now. And that's, let's look and see what you have. Now let's look to see how we can monetize what you have. So there's digital products and courses on the inside of all of you that you can go, that you can, that you can create um, and turn that into passive income. Again, whether you're an entrepreneur or not. And what you just was talking about, the Grace Over Grind shirt, Everybody can have a t-shirt for their company. I'm giving y'all some good stuff right now. Everybody can have a t-shirt for their company. That's a way to create passive income as well if you do it the right way. But make sure before you put a, a saying on the shirt that it's not trademarked by somebody. So we we, we got a little business education going on because I want to make sure 
as you guys are doing what you're doing, that you're also protecting yourself as well. So that's what I would say um, to somebody that's listening today and they're like, I feel like I got to get a part-time job or I feel like um, I'm not making enough money. Just pause and rest in God. Ask God to show you what you have. And then you can begin to look at how things you already have, you can take that and monetize. You can take that one thing that can produce many things. We call that leverage in the business world. How mm. to leverage what God has given to you. So, and then the other thing I'll say is Moses that's listening today, you got to begin to decree and declare that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, that you are royal, that you are chosen, that you are equipped and that you are enough. You got to begin to speak decree and declare that God has given you everything you need as it pertains to life and godliness. And the Bible says that there's death and life in the power of the tongue. So I dare you to start speaking life over your life and watch God begin to change your life. Ooh. Ooh. That's it. That's yeah, it. God's giving us this for free today. We yeah, getting this for free. That part. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. And yeah. I listen, I even I know that I'm a person who's terrified of the live button. Yeah. Terrified. Yeah. And I've always been self-conscious about my voice. And I find myself being called to use my voice more and more and more. Yeah. Um and, yeah. and the Lord loved to take an underdog and show out. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you now that he'll do it. He'll because we, we make the best testimonies and the best stories and inspiration for other people. And he gets that glory. That's it. That's the it. people. The people who grew up around you, the people who know you, they know you ain't did that on your own. That's it. That's it. Oh, that's so good. And that's the thing about it. Like with the Moses story that we was talking about, we we know Moses ain't did that on his own with his eighty year old self. With all, with all the with all the, the in the stutter <laughs> and all the miracles that happened, and you know, I had a whole vision of the party, um, um, of like the waters and how it said it became walls, and I just had this whole vision of how it became walls that you walked through, and that's what God will do in your life. He'll take a situation that looked impossible and make it possible, and give you a way where you can just walk through that thing, or like Peter walk on that water, or like that's when the miracles happen, and the impossible gives God a chance to perform a miracle. So that's why I yeah. said I dare somebody listening today to just make that step i dare somebody today just to trust god to do the impossible in spite of what your bank account looks like or what your situation looks like know that god is the god of the impossible and that he can do all things not just some things but all things and i think when we get in our in our mind that god is the god of the possible and he can do all things we'll be out here feeling like we can fly I know that's how I am. Mm. When I get a glimpse of God's glory, when he just showed me a little mm. bit of what he's taking me, even though I know he don't give me all of it because I probably won't go and do it, but because <laughs> I trust him for the vision, beginning right. to end in mind, I continue to push forth even when the going gets rough and, the, and, it, and things get tough. Because I trust God that much for the big that he showed me. And I know I serve a big God. So I would just encourage anybody out here today that you got to begin to see it before you see it. You got to begin to speak, decree, and declare. And then the other thing is get an accountability partner. Put somebody in your business for the goals and dreams that God has placed on the inside of you so they can hold you accountable. So you won't be slack in the things that God has promised. Some of y'all are just lazy. I don't know who <laughs> listens to this and who this is for, but some of y'all are just lazy and what it is that God has called you to do. Stop being lazy. Get up, get going, and get moving. That's get up, get going, and get moving. We got, okay. okay, I'm gonna stop. Look, I feel I feel like I'm 
I'm preaching on here. But look, I'm like, that might pinch, but you better take it. That's it. <laughs> you better that's take it. it. And then yeah. I would also add, take the step that you know to take to because to your point, um, he, he ain't gonna give you the whole thing. Yeah. Cause, cause right. you might not do it and you might be scared and you don't understand how it's gonna work. But he might have gave you the first step. Just take that one. And then he'll give you the next one. And then he'll give you the next one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I think that's important. And um, I saw a post on your Instagram page. Joy speaks to you. Is that right? Number two, letter U. That's it. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I saw a post where you mentioned, and I thought this was so cool. You mentioned that you make accomplishment boards. Yeah. Not a vision board, but an accomplishment board. Yeah. And I am intrigued. Yeah. Can you share yeah. a little bit about that? Well, I, well, first of all, I got to give a shout out to my girl, Rhonda Boyd, because she was in my mentorship group, S2E Shift to Elevate. And she was the one that encouraged us to do an accomplishment board. And from that point on, I have been doing those boards. And what that basically means is looking back over your life to see what you accomplished. Um, and what she did was she was encouraging us to do it for that particular year. But God began to speak to me to just do a quarterly accomplishment board. Because I do know, and I just hear this in the spirit before we get ready to shift off that we are in a season of acceleration and being in a season of acceleration according to Amos 9 13 through 15 it's where the blessings of God will begin to happen so fast that your head will begin to spin and I think so many times we really don't realize how much has taken place in a short amount of time so God says daughter I need you to do a quarterly accomplished board so you can see what it is that I'm doing in your life, what it is that you have accomplished, not from year to year, but from quarter to quarter. So I begin to sit down each quarter to see what has taken place. And I'm telling y'all, accomplishment board can be something as simple as I went live three times in the month of whatever, and that's something that I don't normally do. So don't feel like the accomplishment board got to be like, oh, you get this big degree or what? No, what small steps, or like you just said, that one step that you took, that's going to help you get to celebrate that. Y'all, let me tell y'all something. I celebrate in business when you're always doing stuff, um, you want to celebrate sending the email. Let me tell y'all something. Celebrate sending the email. I like Starbucks, (laughs) so let me go get me some coffee, okay? I celebrate Mm -hmm. every step leading up to the big step. So that's what an accomplishment board is, simply listing the accomplishment of what God has done in your life, what you've accomplished, whether that's one pound, two pounds, it does not matter. And when you start to do that and to see it, because that's that part of vision where you can actually see it that makes the shift as well, you will begin to understand, you know what, I'm bad to the bone. Girl, I'm talking mm-hmm. talk, talk to yourself, be like, self, I am bad to the bone. <laughs> when you start looking at what you've accomplished, because people will try to make you think you have not. But when you really sit down to see how much you've accomplished, I'm telling you, it is life changing. It's life changing. <laughs> and I started doing it, like I said, once a quarter versus doing it, um, you know, once a year. And it's been a game changer for me. Because when I go back to see what I've accomplished from quarter to quarter, I do pat myself on the back. I do cheer and I do celebrate myself um, because it's a big deal. And I'm a big deal. I tell people I'm God's favorite. I'm God's favorite. Okay. (laughs) What a way to increase your faith. Like, I wholeheartedly agree. It is important to celebrate our wins along the journey because um, 
you know, I think a lot of times we can get stuck staring into the future and forget to be present. And Nikki, that's so good. That's good. Go ahead, because I had something I was gonna say right there, but I'm gonna let you keep going. I don't say it right there. All I was gonna say is so so what what God God showed me because I was that person. I was that person, Mm -hmm. although I was looking to the next thing and the next thing. God told me in this last season of rest, he said, daughter, don't be so focused on doing that you're not being. That you're not being still, that you're not being bold, that you're not being authentic, because you're so ready to do the next thing that you're not being in the thing that I called you to. So we got to be so careful to not try to want to get to the next thing to the point that we're not being what God needs us to be in that season. And sometimes your being is just getting off of social media. Everybody be is going to look different. And mm-hmm. recently, Nikki, up and if I will be honest with you, up until the conference that we attended, that we were both um, at and we met, I actually got off of social media for two months. I was not able to take any speaking engagements, and God just had me in a place again of rest. So that because He was shifting me from the multiple six-figure year to the seven-figure year. Yes, and, and I needed. Whew, I felt that right there. Okay, come I on, because this had that ribbon. Become, a different version of myself because God knew that I was going to need to have a different type of capacity. God knew that I was going to have to be a different version of me. So I'm telling you, can you imagine what the uncomfort was like in the season of shifting from multiple six figures to seven? Can you imagine what that was like as I rested and trusted God? And that's when he began to show me I had the wrong team, which means gatekeeper Mm. in place. He said, you can't have the gatekeepers you had last season they're not gonna work for your new season so i had to get rid of everybody on my team because Mm -hmm. in in my resting god showed me they can't go with you can you imagine becoming five people on your team in a matter of a week Can you imagine? We have to come back for part two for that. But I just wanted to just pin right there real quick before you kept going to let people know, don't be so focused on doing that you're not being who God needs you to be. Because frustration can bring revelation. Mm-hmm. And in those moments of frustration, maybe you need to just pause so God can begin to speak revelation on what he is saying to you. And for me, he was saying, daughter, I need you to shift your team. Daughter, I need you to shift you. Daughter, I need you to shift your mindset from multiple six figures to multiple seven figures because that's where you're going. And it's so important to be to obedient because a lot of times old. we don't want to let people go and we get caught up in wanting to be loyal and tell you things like that. Yeah, I'm telling you, and and I had to be obedient because if I didn't be obedient, Nikki, it would have cost me more frustration. If mm-hmm. I was obedient, and, and that was hard. That and it would have caused yeah. you delay. Oh, that ooh, that part <laughs> right there. I'm telling you. So I had to be obedient. And, and if I would be honest with you, you probably like Joy. You got another book? Yeah, I got like a whole bunch of shift books. The last book was sustaining the shift, and that's the book <laughs> I wrote about this in. And I talked about if I was, I, I did not urgently move like I needed to. If I be honest with you, but when mm-hmm. I started to see the frustration that I was dealing with, that was where God began to show me where that frustration was stemming from. And a lot of it was stemming because I was trying to take people with me to elevation that was not supposed to go. Trying to train them, trying to do all. So it created frustration for me in every area of my business. So I had to make a decision like, okay, God, move creates movement. So I got to make this decision to move people out of the way because this is blocking my next level of movement. Um, but it was, it was definitely a tough place to be, but I surrendered. I surrendered to the, I surrendered to the next level of me 
and in the surrender of the next level of me came people shift oh my goodness yeah yeah you speaking us joy speaks that look that's it the people shift is a topic for a whole nother day but yeah people shift came with the elevation oh my gosh yeah so before i kind of summarize um what we've talked about today um what do you want to share that you're working on or or what's your call to action where do you want people to look for you what would you like to share yeah, well, first of all, thank you for allowing me to share. So right now I am on, um, I'm taking a book tour of September of this year. It's called Shift with Dr. Joy. Um, and you guys heard me talk about my different books throughout Making the Shift, Embracing the Shift, and Sustaining the Shift. Um, and I am going to be going on a tour. Um, um, the books is just a part of the tour. It's really about helping people to walk into their brand identity within so they can walk within their brand um, in a more authentic place in the marketplace. So um, it's really about helping people walk in wholeness from the inside out. Um, so I'm going to be going on tour in September. Um, you guys can connect with me on social media, on all social media platforms at Joy Speaks to You with the number two, the letter U. Um, and that's the number two, the letter U, Joy Speaks to You. It's going to actually be shifting to Shift with Dr. Joy next month. So based on when you're listening to this podcast, it's going to be determining which way to go. But either way it goes, you can put Touch of Joy in on all social media sites and I'll pop up. You know, my kid, you know when, when you get to a certain place, they say, girl, just Google me. I say, Google me, y'all. Just put Touch of Joy in and all things TOJ will come up. So that's what I have going on. And then another thing we have is a, a um, Elevation Shift Summit in October um, in Columbia, South Carolina. I'm super excited about that. That's for anybody that is, um, they're ready to elevate in every area of their life mindset. Um, not We're not just talking about just your just financial resources, but we're talking about elevating from the inside out so that you can be able to have the capacity to sustain what God is getting ready to do in your life. So um, that's what we got going on and. Um, and that's how they can reach me, Nikki. I could birth three more episodes out of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With all the little nuggets that have been dropped here. Listen, but got it. To so kind of summer, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> Amy, all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but to summarize what we've been talking about today, again, um, as a response to Moses doubting his own ability the way many of us do and leaning heavily on his own understanding as we've been instructed not to do. God commissioned him to use what he already had. So I'm asking listeners today, what is your assignment in this life and how can you use what you already have in your possession right now to complete it? What is that in your hand? Yes, yes. And as for my guest, Ms. Joy McLaughlin Harris, there is a scripture, Matthew 5.14, that says, you are the light of the world. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. Enjoy. You are such a light. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. And I just thank you for placing yourself on my stand today. Yes. And sharing your light with me and my listeners. I really do appreciate you. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me, Nikki. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I will have you again and again and again. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, thank you guys for listening to the That's What She Read podcast. That podcast. That's what we read, me and Joy. But as <laughs> always, 
I want to know what you read. The scriptures that we covered today, I will link them in the show notes. And please remember to chat with me. Tell me what you think of the show. Tell me what you thought of my guest today. Um, all my ads will be in the show notes as well. I will add Joy's information to the show notes so you can find her and everything that she's doing. Um, I hope you all learned something today and I hope to hear from you. And have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.